Hello and welcome to the first podcast of All Around Indiana with A.B. And we'll be speaking with people who are involved with happenings throughout Indiana and other states across the country. Could be anything from soup to nuts or something you, the listener, would enjoy hearing about. That's where you, the listeners, come in. We welcome your ideas as to happenings all around the state of Indiana or across the country, such as human interest stories or a special event coming up in your area. You can contact us through our email address at cabmedia88 at gmail.com. That's cabmedia88 at gmail.com. Then leave us an email address, phone number, and a contact person so we can get back to you as soon as we see what you have in mind. Well, as many of you know, this was supposed to be a joint venture that I was to share with my son, Chris. Many of you were friends of his and had known him since preschool, grade school, high school, college, and also as a lead singer, songwriter, and musician with Wonder Boy Dismissed. As many of you know, Chris had an uncanny sense of humor and a love for everyone he came in contact with, always ready to help a friend in need or just lend an ear to listen to what they would have to say. Unfortunately, in September of 2017, we lost Chris, and I decided to continue our podcast adventure. And this being the first one, I wanted to dedicate this one to his memory. And as Chris would always say to those who knew him, you are loved. Well, Chris, you are loved and missed very much. Well, with this being our first podcast, we have two very special guests. My first guest is Christy Brody, president of the Weir Cook Memorial Project, along with the Welcome Home Vietnam Veterans Organization, Heroes of the Sky, and several other armed forces organizations that work with veterans throughout the Midwest. My second guest will be Zeb Christensen, lead vocalist for Screaming for Silence. I'll tell you more about him and the band a little later in the podcast. But first, in the conversation I had with Christy, we discussed some up-and-coming events with our military servicemen and women, both active and veterans of our armed forces. Also, during my interview with Christy, she enlightened me on some of the things she and her group do for the veterans and would like to see done to help them out even more. And now... Here was my interview with Christy. My first guest is Christy Brody, the president of the Weircook Memorial Project. Welcome to the show, Christy. Thanks, Art. Thanks for having me. I want to tell our listeners out there just um, how you got involved with this and a little bit about the project and what it stands for and what you guys do. Well, I got originally started in 1999 when I was looking up some family history and in town. We live in a small town and a lady was struck by a car and had died, and it ended up being my neighbor's mother, and she was into the community through our school system. So I thought I would do something in her memory. And uh, the town was our biggest place in this small town to do something like that. So I decided that I'd fundraise for a fence to be brought into the park. And when I did that, our park didn't have a name either. So I thought, you know, we'll go to the town board and ask for a name for the park. And when I did that, I learned about Weir Cook. Well, his name would be Harvey Weir Cook, and he was a World War One pilot. And I had no idea about him. So the veteran were telling me all about him and I got fascinated with him and decided that he needed to be remembered and so the park became an honor to him and memory to her the lady that had been killed. So what exactly did you have to do as far as fundraising and uh, things to make this work? Well the season was really good the home show was going on and our park sits on a, a busy highway and as a mother and the other mothers in our town we all had to stand around 
and become human fences. So that was the first thing that popped in my mind is to get with some of the fence people and see if we couldn't raise the funds or um, have it donated to the park so mothers that were at the park wouldn't have to worry about kids running out into the road where the semis were going pretty fast. And that's where it all started. We got our fence partially donated and I started fundraising and we got the fence done and went to the town and asked to name the park and if we could have a celebration. And so with the funds that we raised, we did landscaping, we built shelters, we installed the fence. I had the Boy Scout uh, get involved with this project and that was the very first project back in 2001 that we did as the Weir Cook Memorial Project. So now you you actually operate this as a as a nonprofit organization which uh, helps out veterans and and who else does that actually help out and and go along with? Uh, well, we we got our 501c3 in 2009 after we finished the park and knowing more about. Colonel Weir Cook and what he did for the country and aviation and our state, that's when the project really started taking a life of its own and decided to restore his name back at the airport. So after becoming a 501c3, we were more able to raise the funds necessary to restore his name at the Indianapolis International Airport and to not only restore his name back, but to educate the public of who he was. So the idea of bringing a bronze statue to the airport started forming then that way the people could see his name and see who he was along with the history that we could provide about what he did I know you've probably got a mission or uh, something that you guys want to accomplish. What uh, what exactly is that? Yes, when we became a 501c3, we had to come up with a mission. And our mission was to educate the public, especially our youth, the roles of aviation pioneers and military heroes through public service exhibits and events. Christy, why don't you uh, tell our listeners some of the other organizations that you're involved with and how they also help our veterans? Yeah, we're involved with uh, many local organizations, such as the American Legion and the VFWs here locally. We also are a part of the Indiana Military Veterans Coalition. Indiana Military Hall of Fame. Welcome home, Vietnam veterans, where we honor and remember and thank the men and women and their families who served during the Vietnam War. Christy, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of background on, on Colonel Cook? Okay. His full name was Harvey Weir Cook. He was born in 1892 in Wilkeson, Indiana. He attended DePaul University and later at Washington Jefferson College. When World War I broke out, he left college and enlisted as an ambulance driver in the French Army a year before. Around 1917, when America entered the war, he transferred to the U.S. Army Air Service, where he became a fighter pilot. He was assigned to the famous 94th Pursuit Squadron, also known as the Hat in the Ring. Under then, Captain Eddie Rickenbacker, and most of us uh, recognize that name, Rickenbacker, for the Motor Speedway. He was one of the previous owners. In, in War One, Colonel Cook would earn the title of ace and would go on later to be awarded not once but twice the Distinguished Service Cross with Oak Leaf Clusters. That's our nation's second highest award for valor. After the war, Colonel Cook continued to influence the development and the use of airplanes. 
1929, he helped select the site of the Indianapolis Airport in Indiana. He helped to bring concrete runways and electrical lighting to the airport. In recognition of all his contributions, the main terminal of the airport, the Indianapolis International Airport, was named in his honor. And a bronze statue stands today of Colonel Cook, along with some personal items, if they'd like to see. 1930s, Cook had his own radio program on WLW out of Cincinnati. Tell us a little bit about uh, what projects you're working on at this present time. Well, right now, the Weir Cook Memorial Project is working on making lap blankets for veterans in our local nursing homes. By the end of March, we'll be up to 48 veterans. All the blankets are donated by ladies around the county. We're also working on our second book. It's in memory to Colonel Weir Cook in the 1930s of his hosting a radio show teaching children and the public how to fly. And our project that we'll be getting into more details later with is the Hancock County Memorial Building, where we're going to beautify it and help out our service reps that are housed in this building. We'll have more details as we move along with this project later. Let me ask you real quick, um, you were talking about the uh, blankets for the veterans or in some of the homes. What if someone would want to help a volunteer to make these for you? How would they go about doing that? Well, all of the things that I've discussed, we have a website. It's www.weircookmemorial.org, and there's tabs there that they can click on and see the latest projects that we're working on. They can see pictures of events of the past and the events that are happening. A lot of great information right on our website where they can join in, if like the blankets, if they want to help. They can either donate a blanket to go to another veteran, or they can donate funds that uh, we would spend on the yarn making these blankets. Now, let's say if there was someone out there that would want to help make these blankets, can they email you there or leave their information there to where you could contact them as far as uh, letting them help? Yes. We have a space on our website where they give our address and email and all of our contact information. If they have any questions or want to know what nursing home we're working on or anything, they can get in touch with us through our website. That would be awesome if some of the ladies out there would like to help do that and uh, help support our veterans. Just wanted to ask you right now, um, anything you guys have got coming up as far as uh, fundraisers or some uh, fun things coming up here in the near future? Uh, Yeah, June 23rd, we're hosting our second annual auto military cruise-in. It's from 10 to 4 in Wilkinson, Indiana at the Weir Cook Community Park. Our theme this year is military. We want to educate the public of past history. We'll be hosting the Master Modeler Display Traveling Military Museum. It's a fascinating museum. It travels around many states, and we're lucky enough to have it here in Hancock County for the first time this year. The owner of this museum brings memorabilia from World War One through the Afghanistan War. About 32 tables of memorabilia that they can come out and examine, look at. Uh, you can get up close and personal. He even has military uniforms that the kids can try on. Uh, we hope it's a lot of fun, but yet educational for the kids, especially here in our county, to see this. Sounds like um, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, I'm hoping it's really fun, and what we're doing is we're celebrating World War I, 100th anniversary, and combining it with the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War, calling it the Remembrance, by educating the public a little bit, 
but yet having fun. We'll also have food there provided by the police department. Anything hot dogs to hamburgers to spaghetti dinner. We'll also have vendors. If you haven't gotten your military hat, you're lucky because we'll have them there. Hats, t-shirts, lapel pins, patches, something for everybody. Sounds like it's going to be a fun afternoon out there. So um, if you uh, don't have anything to do on the 23rd of June, run out to Wilkinson, Indiana, and uh, have a good afternoon out there. And Bring the family. If you got a car you want to get in a car show, bring it out. We'll just have some fun. I'm going to go out there and see what's going on. Christy, where can they find you guys at again on, uh, on the Internet and on uh, social media? Uh, on the Internet, they can find us at We're Cook Memorial. Dot org, and we're all over social media. We have a Facebook page. If they type in in the search, We're Cook Memorial Project, they can find all the projects that we're doing, anywhere from building an aircraft full scale to the auto military cruising. Christy, why don't you uh, let them know about the entry fees, what's going to take place as far as uh, trophies and everything. The entry fee is $10. All funds that we raise will go back into our project at the Memorial Building, and um, they can register on site. And they usually start coming in around 9 o'clock to register. We'll have trophies for auto and military vehicles that are brought in. And we also give out a goodie bag and a dash plaque. That's really cool. Never knew how the car guys really like those dash plaques. But we'll have a nice dash plaque to give away to the first 50 Okay, once again, Christy, um, if you don't mind, give us that website for your uh, the organization and also where they can catch you on social media. Yes, our website is we'recookmemorial.org, where they can find us on Facebook at We're Cook Memorial Project. All right. Well, hey, Christy, thank you so much for being, uh, actually, you've been our first guest on the program. And we hope that uh, this helps you guys out as far as getting some people out there. And we really appreciate you being on. Well, thanks for having us. My guest is Zeb Christensen. He is the lead singer for Screaming for Silence. Known these guys for quite a while. Become very good friends with them over the years. Welcome to the program, Zeb. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to hear from you, Art. We were talking a little bit earlier about some of the stuff that you guys have done all around. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on uh, how you guys got together and you know how this all started and where you guys are based out of and everything. Yeah, so we, uh, we've we been doing this for a long time. Uh, we don't really like to date ourselves, but uh, we've been together for you know i would say close to 10 years and uh, we actually me danny and casey who are in the band we started this in college actually at a little small town in nebraska called blair nebraska at dana college and that's kind of where we got our start at and you know after a few years of doing the college stuff just kind of messing around more than anything we had written a single and sent it to the radio station in omaha they really seemed to like it ever since then things have just kind of snowballed and uh we've been doing it ever since you know that's a, a lot of a lot of people don't know how how guys get together it's just kind of like luck actually where they get to get to join up they get to jamming a little bit and they go 
hey, we might be able to make something work out of this. Yeah, you know, the way I always explain it is, uh, I, you know, I'm a single man, and my longest relationship has been with Screaming for Silence. And, you know, that, that's been one of our, our biggest things is we get along so well. We, you know, that, you know, that's half the battle. That's some of the things that people don't see is that, you know, you got to get along and you got to have the same mindset as uh, the people you're in a band with. And that's one thing I've been very fortunate with is to be in a band with guys that have the same passion and drive. You know, like I said, it just kept us going. And we, you know, we were always there for each other when one was having a bad day and all together. That's half the battle, I feel like. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, you're exactly right. You know, if you, if you don't get along, it just makes it a lot tougher. Right. There for you. Absolutely. 100%. As well as I know you guys, I've, I've been around you as many times when you pass through the Midwest. All of you guys seem to have a real good, uh, camaraderie between you. So, yeah, uh, we do. Now, we do. you guys, your first road tour, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? I think it was back in what, about 2012 when you guys decided to go out on the road? Yeah. So we had been approached to do us, um, a small run of shows out to the East Coast and home. And we had never really played outside of our region. So, but we knew we wanted to take that next step. And we didn't really know how, except to just cut the cord with everything at home and hit the road and go. Literally, I think uh, I'll never forget about three days before we left was when we finally bought a van. We had bought a van to take out on the road and it was a, a huge clunker, but, uh, you know, we called it home and we hit the road and the first tour was an absolute disaster. <laughs> yeah. And the only, the, the only reason I say that is because shows were canceled and, and, you know, it was our first time. We didn't really know what we were doing, but we were doing it. We were driving, you know, nine to ten hours in between shows. And, you know, I feel like we've come a long way since then. And it, we had a blast. We just and we tried to learn as much as we could and put that into the next one. I think I remember seeing that van a couple times. Yeah, you've probably seen her a few times. <laughs> That one, that one, still to this day. Well, I take that back. We have one. The one we have now, it was we bought brand new in uh, 2014, and it has over 180,000 miles on it. So this one hasn't broke down yet. Knock on wood. But the first one we ever had still never broke down. We just upgraded to a different clunker and. Then we had three in between, I think, that one and, and this one, and, and all those broke down. But still, that first one actually never broke down. So Okay, well, you know, the vehicles are vehicles, and, you know, as long as they get you from point A to point B, that's uh, that's right. all that matters. So Right. We, we had some doozies, a couple with no air conditioning. We had a couple with, that didn't have a radio. It just we, we went through it all, but we made, you're right. We made it from A to B. And that's, uh, that's, that's where the money's at, is at the, at the end of B. Right, exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. Hey, let's talk a little bit about um, some sponsors that you've picked up uh, over the years. Mm -hmm. And I know that they help out quite a bit when you're talking about equipment because equipment is, is pricey. Luckily enough, you guys usually play venues now that they pretty much got their own sound systems and their their own guys that do their work, you know, that, that take care of all the engineering for right. that stuff. It's nice to be able to go in, and, and I know a lot of drummers, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure Matt likes to. I think Matt's still your drummer, isn't he? Yep, yep, absolutely. A lot of guys still like to use their own drums, but some places, you know, when you've got to do a quick change out and everything, guys use all the same amplifier but they've just talked to the engineers about what they need, you know, set up. Why don't you, uh, before we get into that, why don't you tell uh, everybody who the uh, who the rest of your band members yeah. are? So uh, Danny uh, plays guitars and does some vocals. Uh, Casey plays lead guitar and does some vocals. Uh, Matt is our drummer, and Colin is our bass player. And I do all the vocals, or the lead vocals. And um, what's this? What's this? I hear about Casey. <laughs> I, I heard there's a. I heard there's something in a rumor mill. Yeah, he. Uh, big congratulations out for Casey and uh, his now fiance Bridget. We're super excited for those guys, and uh, you know he's a brother of ours, and 
and we can't wait to welcome her into the family and celebrate. So yeah, will you send uh, Casey and her my uh, my best wishes because I've Absolutely. known uh, I've known Casey for quite a while too. Yeah, yeah. But, um, okay, so let's go back and talk a little bit about your sponsors. Um, I know you've got uh, PRS. And uh, I think uh, you picked up some stuff with Ernie Ball also. Yeah. So uh, when we had been touring for about two years and toured with still one of our, our favorite bands called Blame Shift from Long Island, New York. Uh, and they had already actually had an endorsement from uh, Paul Reed Smith guitars. And, you know, we've always been a really big fan of them. And, and Danny has been playing PRS since he was a kid. And he actually has a, a neck tattooed on his on his forearm of the PRS. And. You know, we've always been a big fan. Well, um, Timmy kind of from Blame Shift kind of connected us with the PRS crew, and we were out on the East Coast. We had a day off, and we hit them up, and they invited us to the factory, and we got to tour the factory and kind of really see how things were done. And it was outstanding. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. It was one of the best days being out on the road. At the end of it, um, they were just getting ready to release their SE line. They gave Casey and Danny each an SE, and they're just they're like family it's a close-knit group and and we love them and appreciate the support they've given us Uh, and you know people ask me all the time like well how did you guys make that happen and one thing that uh the crew from prs recognized is how much we'd been out on the road and they know how much wear and tear things go you know how our instruments can be beat up every night so they just wanted to help us out and, and we'll never forget that that was that was a super cool one and then the ernie ball one actually came a couple years after that where um, they always do a big battle of the bands. And this one was to open Rock on the Range. And I think like 15,000 bands had entered. And by the end of it, they had uh, picked us to to represent Ernie Ball and play Rock on the Range in Columbus, Ohio. So that one was awesome. And, and you know, they, they hooked us up with a ton of gear and a ton of exposure from it. And, and they were great to work with as well. So, you know, we appreciate those two, you know, the two of the bigger names in the company and for them to recognize a smaller band like us that's kind of up and coming was was a huge honor for that so we appreciated it you know, there's uh there's nothing wrong with having good sponsors no no not at all it, uh, not makes, one it makes it a little bit easier on the wallet a lot of times right right what well, one other one that um i always talk about is we have a tattoo sponsor and if you'll notice uh, you know we're lucky enough to to have a lot of awesome uh tattooing that we get from strategic tattoo in omaha and uh, Pete was one of the guys that he runs the shop there in um, Gretna, Nebraska. And, you know, he really got to us from day one and has really had our back. And, you know, that's one thing we appreciate more than anything is not just for tattooing, but he's had our back with everything. So we love Pete and their crew and Emma, and uh, they take good care of us as well. So those are three big ones for us. Yeah. Now, Jim, how many states around the, I guess I should say, continental United States, have you guys have you guys played in or, uh, you know, would say taking guesstimate so uh you know it's been a while since i've looked at it you know obviously we haven't done alaska we haven't done hawaii and i think think we're only missing uh washington we played idaho i think we're only missing two or three up in that northeast corner or northwest corner i'm sorry um that we haven't played yet so it's definitely on the bucket list to make sure that we've hit all uh at least the ones in the mainland for sure you know, have you guys have you guys hit all of these states up in the New England area, up around yeah. Maine and 
every place like yep. that. Yep, we toured with a band from up in that area called Prospect Hill. That when we were up there with them, they took us around, and you know, we played Rhode Island and Connecticut and Maine, and uh, we actually got to play all those a couple times. So, if you had to guess, just roughly, a kind of a ballpark figure, how many live shows would you guys say that you do a year? Oh man, um, the last few years we've slowed down a little bit as far as number of shows, just because we spent some more time in the studio and and trying to kind of get things going there again. I would say we're we're easily in that 100 to 150 range every year for sure. That's that's still a pretty big uh <laughs> still a pretty big uh, bunch of uh, places to end up in. So Yeah, yeah, we've been very fortunate to see, you know, a lot of different parts of this country and and meet all different sorts of, you know, walks of life and uh we're very fortunate. That's the best part is meeting people and, and getting to play all the different cities. Yeah, we, we really enjoy it. We, we love being on the road, and we love that we get to play live music every night, and we just hope that other people enjoy it. Your uh, first, I know I know that you guys had a lot of EPs out, uh, like a lot of bands do uh, when they're when they're out there, because number one, EPs are cheaper to make. Right. Uh, as far as on the pocketbook goes, I'm not talking about cheaper as far as quality or anything like that. I'm just saying that they're uh, less expensive to, uh, you know, produce and everything. Now, you guys, I think uh, The King is Crowned, was that your first full-length CD? It was. And that came out, what year was it? Uh, I think it came out in, 2000. it was 2015. I think we had released King, the single, King is Crowned, um, in 2014, and then the new album dropped the full album dropped in 2015, if I remember right. I listen to it all the time. I en- I enjoy it. Thank you. And, uh, Thank you. And I know there's a lot of others that would out there also. You know, I know you guys are getting ready to probably head back out here soon. Uh, when are you guys going to be taking off again? Yeah, so we um, we kind of took the winter off, and uh, we, we do have some plans to try and get back into the studio and get some more new music going. And, uh, we just got to announce um, Rockfest in West Cadott, Wisconsin. Um, so we'll be up there in, in the summer and we have a few other announcements that, that'll be pretty cool that we're excited about. And I, you know, spring and summer, you'll see us popping up, uh, in random places. So if you you're guys, hearing this and you see our name around, come, uh, come check it out. I'll do that. And, uh, how about, uh, Rocklahoma? You guys still doing that one? Um, I can't say yes or no on that one yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. If anybody has not seen Screaming for Silence out there, when they come through, wherever you might be across the country, stop and see these guys because uh, if you haven't before, you're uh, you're missing a very well put together program. These guys uh these guys bring the house down when they play because uh I've seen them several times over the years. Thank you, Art. Appreciate it. Anyway, hey, I think it's about time for us to wrap things up here. I just want to say thanks to uh, Zeb so much and uh, for coming on with us. I really appreciate him being a part of our first program. So uh, anyway, uh, Zeb, uh, my best wishes to all the guys. And, Thank you, Art. Uh, thanks for you having guys me. We were, we were honored to be on the first one. I was glad to have you on here, and I'm sure Chris would have been uh, happy to have you here, too. Absolutely. I'm, I'm sure he is, actually. Good. So uh, Good. anyway, we want to say thank you and uh, safe travels out there and uh like i said guys when uh when screaming for silence comes through your area look them up they've got a website uh they'll i'm sure they'll be posting some tour dates where they're going to be and if they're probably smart they'll probably head southwest for the first part of the tour and come across (laughs) the bottom part of the country and then work their way back up this way on the way back home yeah absolutely so zeb thanks so much for coming on and uh tell the guys we said hi thank you art all right have a great evening and we'll talk to you later my friend you too thanks there you have it the first edition of all around indiana with ab is about to come to an end thanks to my guest today christy brody with the where cook memorial project be sure to check out their website for more information on projects they're working on for our armed forces veterans 
Also, thanks to Zeb Christensen from Screaming for Silence. You can find their music on their website, ScreamingForSilence.com, and you can buy their music on ReverbNation.com forward slash Screaming for Silence. And most of all, thank you for listening today. Just remember the words from above that mean so much to everyone. You are loved. So until next time, I'm Amy. Have a great week. <laughs>